Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Well, it's good to see all of your smiling faces. I just love you all to pieces, and I'm so glad that you're in the house of God today. It's the best place to be on a Sunday, best place to get strength for the week, strength for the journey. So, today we are going to talk about 2020 vision. And I used to save things, and it started from a very young age. I had, and still have to this day, what I called my treasure box. It's a very small, three-drawer, ivory jewel box that's lined in pink felt. And I would tuck away only my most precious of treasures in that box, like a small amethyst rock or a jar of gold that I panned on my school trip in Sacramento, the ring that I got out of a gumball machine for 25 cents, and I thought it was so special. Or that Canadian coin that I kept from the airport when our family passed through on our way to Alaska. Or those vintage stamps that I tucked away, those were just a few of my treasures in my little treasure box. And I'll never forget my first gifted bottle of perfume. When I opened it up, I thought, surely, I have arrived. Little me with my first bottle ever of perfume. It was called Love's Rain Scent, and I was all about it. It came in a turquoise blue bottle with a domed cap that was smooth. And I would pull it out from the secret hiding place under my bed. I would open it up. I would breathe in the fragrance. And then I would hurry up and put the lid back on so I wouldn't waste it. Even new pair of shoes were treated the same way. I would take them out of their box to check on them and make sure they were still in the same condition as the last time I opened the box. Well, bless my little heart, what was I expecting to find? Dust bunnies? (laughs) After confirming that all was as I left it, I would then carefully tuck my shoes back between the sheets of tissue paper, put the lid back on the box, and slide it back under my bed for safekeeping so it wouldn't get ruined. And some of us have done this very practice with our dreams, our goals, the very desires of our heart. We've tucked them away in a treasure box of sorts. And it's remnants of the good old days or the place where we store the maybe someday, or the shelf of one of these days. And perhaps every so often, like I used to, you pull out the treasure box of stored dreams, hopes, and desires out from your secret hiding place to admire them. And then, after visiting with what you hoped for, maybe what you could have or should have, you tuck them back away in that safe hiding place. Here's the problem. Hidden treasure will never serve you. Buried treasure will never benefit you. See, I thought I could keep my shoes like new if I just kept them tucked away safely in the shoe box. Well, I certainly did a good job of keeping them like new, but the issue was 
that I grew out of the shoes before I had a chance to wear them. I grew out of the shoes that I worked so hard to protect, so hard to keep like new. I grew out of the shoes before I could enjoy them. And the last time that I checked, I don't know what you all do with shoes, but I heard that they were for walking, <laughs> right? Shoes are made for a purpose. They're made for walking. But because I wanted to prevent scuffs and because I wanted to prevent scratches, I kept them hidden. And I missed out on wearing a beautiful pair of shoes because they never saw the light of day because I kept them buried. Sometimes we don't let that vision or that heart's desire see the light of day because we're afraid of scuffs and we're afraid of scratches. We're afraid that if we speak it out or if we share it with family or friends, maybe they won't support it. They'll mess it up. They won't understand it, so we bury the vision. We bury the dream. We tuck it away and we promise ourselves maybe someday. My Love's Rain Scent Perfume was one of my favorite gifts of all time. And I so desperately wanted to save it, not to waste it. The issue was that by the time I felt ready to wear it, the fragrance had changed. One day, just like the days before, I took it out from that secret place where I stored it, but this time, something was different. The color and the consistency was not the same as that first time that I opened it up. My crystal clear perfume had gone cloudy. I quickly took off the lid, did a little investigation, and I inhaled it like so many times before, but it no longer smelled the same. The sweetness of the scent had subsided. It had gone sour. My treasured perfume had expired. I was crushed. And instead of wearing my beautiful perfume, I ended up throwing it out. It was no longer good. It could no longer serve a purpose because I had buried it for too long. Some of our dreams have gone stale. And as each year passes, our vision, like my perfume, gets a little less clear and a little cloudier. As each year passes, it's harder to see our goals because we have buried them for so long. And the longer we've buried them, the more that life has gotten in the way. Life happens, and then we've got family to worry about and bills to pay, so we cast our vision to the side. Well, I'm here to tell you this morning that it has been long enough. 2020 is the year of vision, the year of clarity, and the year of unveiling the desires of your heart. God already knows the desires of your heart. And you know that goal or that dream that you've always meditated on, you've thought about, you prayed about when you thought that nobody was around, you thought no one heard, God heard, God sees, God knows, and God cares. And may I remind you that the Bible tells us in Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. So let me officially welcome you to January 2020, the first month in the year of change. It's the first month of a brand new year, the first chapter of the 2020 story, the year of the impossible made possible, the year of answered prayers and achieved goals. 
anything is possible. Why? Because with God, all things are possible. Thank you, Jesus. So there is no dream too big, too far-fetched, because we serve a God that is Lord of all, and he makes the impossible possible. Proverbs 29, verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. The Bible tells us we must have a vision. We have to have a reason to want to jump out of bed in the morning, to want to start our day. We need that inner get up and go, that inner pull towards what we were created for, our purpose. Why is it, friends, that when we don't have to go into work, it's so easy to wake up in the morning? <laughs> right? The days we know we're off for a week for vacation or tomorrow's Saturday, boy, I don't need an alarm to get me up. It's like I'm a little bird rising with the sun. I get my coffee, I stay in my pajamas, and I'm a happy camper. But boy, Monday rolls around, my alarm goes off like 80 times. Literally, it's, it's like snooze and snooze. Every nine minutes, it's like, you know, I should just get up, so it's kind of annoying, right? But it's so hard to wake up when you have to go to work. Isn't that funny? So they say you should do something for a living that doesn't feel like work so you're happy to get up in the morning, right? Amen. But for me, I don't even want to step a toe out of my bed on a Monday morning. But Sundays and Saturdays, I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> Good morning, world, welcome. Good to see you, son. Glad you're here, right? But it's much, much harder to wake up in the morning when it's a work day. But we need to have that inner get up and go, that inner pull towards what we were created for, a vision, a reason to get excited about life and a reason to get up in the morning. Floating and coasting through 2020 is not an option. It may have been an option in 2019, but it ain't gonna be an option in 2020. It's time for more, it's time for greater. Bob Goff said, don't let what you're afraid of keep you from what you were made for. Don't let what you're afraid of keep you from what you were made for. We know that fear is a lie and failure is not an option, right? So you're made for more than where you are at today. You are made for more than this. January is always a month for fresh starts, New Year's resolutions, crowded gyms. If you want to get a treadmill right now, not going to happen. You'll be waiting on your phone for 20 to 30 minutes, but check back like in March and the treadmills will all be open at the gym. Nobody will be there, but now it's like good luck finding a parking spot and an open treadmill because everybody and their mom is at the gym, right? Because it's January. And interestingly, statistically, 54% of people will give up on their goals within six months. Six months, so over half of people will give up on their intentions and New Year's resolutions by June. They'll give up on vision, they'll give up on their dreams, they'll chalk it up to life, they'll make an excuse as to why they're casting their vision aside, and they'll tuck it away again for next year. But not this church, not this group of people, 
Not us, not this year, not this time. We're going to dust off the desires of our hearts and refocus on what God has for us and what God wants for us. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Other versions basically say, Open the eyes of my heart, Lord, so that I might know your calling and what are the riches of your glorious inheritance. He has a glorious inheritance for each and every one of us. And if we will just open the eyes of our heart, we'll see that God has so much in store for us. We are sons and daughters of the King. And he wants more for us than I think sometimes we even want for ourselves. And when we open the eyes of our hearts, we will always see more clearly. Opening the eyes of your heart and soul will give us a 2020 vision like we've never seen. You want clarity? You want direction? You want understanding? Open your eyes. Some of us get so comfortable going through the motions that we forget to see. Have you guys ever gotten into such a point in a routine where maybe you arrive to your parking spot at work and you don't really actually remember driving there? Because it's such a routine, you're such just like in the zone, in the flow that it's like, or maybe you go through the whole process of cooking dinner for your family and you don't really even remember putting the ingredients together because it just kind of happened and you're just there, right? And so sometimes we forget to see. We go through the motions and we forget what it's like to have clear vision. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I tend to like destroy stuff on accident. So I really can't buy expensive sunglasses because it's like, where are they? Oh, I'm sitting on them and they're broken again, right? So I have to get these little $10 sunglasses at Ross, the best, TJ Maxx, where Walmart, wherever you can find something that shades your eyes for like $10 or less, that's what I need, right? Because they're going to be broken in like two to three months. And it's just like, oh, I stepped on them. How were they even on the floor? I don't know, but they're destroyed now, so throw them in the trash can, right? But sometimes my $10 sunglasses will get all smeared. Maybe I had lotion on my hands, or maybe somehow in the bottom of my purse they got dirty. And if I put on those dirty sunglasses, at first it might be bothersome, but if we don't fix it, we start to see through and grow accustomed to the blurry. We grow accustomed to the cloudy, and we get used to not seeing things very clearly. But 2020 is the year of fresh perspective. The year to reset, refocus, and to renew. When we open the eyes of our heart, we open ourselves up to greater faith. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So sometimes people might say, well, it hasn't happened yet. It will. Well, I just don't see how that's going to work, but God's got it. He's the mender of that which is broken, the fixer, the protector. And I know from experience, you can bet on it. His timing is always perfect. Always. 
perfect. So how do we cast vision for our year? Write the vision. We must write the vision. Did you know that statistically you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down? Isn't that interesting? Because we all know that December 31st hits and then it's January 1 and sometimes we're just in our car, we're listening to the radio, we're listening to people at work, what, what intentions and goals they're setting and they're like, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cherry pick from them, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. And you never write it down, you just in your mind tell yourself what you're going to do and then by March the gym is empty. Yeah. Have your pick. You guys, this is total sidebar, but... I had a gym membership at a place that brought in pizza. I, I was always so confused by that. I walked in one night to use um, a treadmill or something, and I'm like, what's that smell? It smelled like Chuck E. Cheese. You know, there's that smell. Chuck E. Cheese does not smell good, but you know, it's like, well, there's a mouse here in pizza. It's like what you get, right? But they would bring in stacks of pizza, and I thought, what? This is like counterintuitive, like if I run faster, do I get two pieces? Like how does this work? I don't get it, right? Doesn't make sense. I canceled that membership, by the way, because I wasn't going. It was March and I was one of the ones not there, so I decided not to pay for it. But anyway, uh, truly we must write the vision. And I think it's pretty fascinating that you're 42% more likely to achieve what you're trying to achieve if you just write it down. What? So, like when I read these statistics, I'm like, really? All we have to do is grab a pen and paper and that's it? That's pretty simple. If you write your goals down, you have a greater chance of achieving them. You get clarity on where you want to go and on what you want to do. And I'm no rocket scientist or anything, but it definitely makes sense to me because, I mean, I don't know about you, but if I don't write a grocery list down before I go to the store, I will get home and realize I've left half of what I needed back at Stater Brothers, right? Half of what I should have picked up, you like start cooking and you're like, oh, I forgot the main thing. I didn't get the chicken or this really needed onions and garlic, but I didn't write it down, so I didn't pick it up. I forgot 10 items back at the store. However, if I take the time before going to the store to write my grocery list down, then I'll be sure not to leave anything behind. Because I wrote it down, I'll get everything I need. Well, in January of last year, 2019, I made way too much spinach and artichoke dip for a vision board party with a few sister friends. And we sat around in a circle on my living room floor and we pasted photos and phrases and sayings on white poster boards of the goals and the dreams that we wanted to see come to fruition in the next 12 months. And as I cut out the letters and the photos from the shiny pages of the magazine, I thought about the God-sized dreams that I wanted for my year. We listened to music, we laughed, and I ate my body weight in that spinach and artichoke dip. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, me making spinach and artichoke dip for my friends is like me making a dessert to bring to a dinner party and then eating all of it. This looks like I'm doing something nice for you, right? 
but I'm really doing something nice for me because I'm going to be eating it, all of it, right? Some people like bring a dessert to someone's house and then they're like, oh no, that's for you guys to enjoy later. I'm like, oh, let's enjoy it now. Like we, for us, right? For everybody. Me, so, and I have to tell you guys, this is funny. This is just how we are, it's hysterical. Years ago, Renee and I took a friend out for her birthday and we took her to a little restaurant. It was what we could afford at the time. We were in high school. Uh, or college, and we told the server that we were celebrating her for her birthday. And then the birthday dessert came, they sang to her, we waited for her to make a wish and blow out her candle, and then Renee and I dove into that chocolate brownie covered in fudge and ice cream like it was our birthday. It was like, oh, happy birthday. Are you going to finish that? And I'll never forget. It was just like, it was like after we had eaten it and there was just the fudge left in the bowl, we're like, oh, that was, that was her birthday dessert. We probably, let's order another one, right? <laughs> well, anyway, Renee and I hosted some friends for this vision board party. And me, I made dip for everybody, right? And then I proceeded to eat it like my life depended on it. Like, my vision for 2020 depended on me eating this dip. Well, after we completed our vision boards, we went around the room and we spoke out our goals and our dreams for the year. Our vision. One by one, we went around the room and we shared. And studies show that you are more than likely to increase your chances of achieving your goal to 95% if you set regular accountability appointments with a friend. Now, some of us may not have someone we can trust with our goals, and I get that. And I mean, look, brothers and sisters, we're all one big family in this church. If anybody wants to talk to me or to pastors, brother and sister Sanchez, brother and sister Bradley, that's what we're here for. We're here to cheer you on. We're, see you to, we're here to see you achieve your goals, right? But if you don't um, have someone that you can share a goal with or you would rather not talk about it because that person in your life that you're thinking, well, I could tell them, but they're going to tell me that my goal is unrealistic or they're going to try and convince me that my goals are just too big and I, and I need to stay where I'm at and I need to just play it small, play it safe, remain the same because maybe your aspirations and your goals might make somebody else feel uncomfortable, right? So it's not necessarily that they don't want you to succeed but you make them feel uncomfortable so maybe it's better to keep your goals to yourself and if you don't have an accountability partner, a sounding board, a support system, you have Jesus. Write your goals down, write the vision, pray about it, and then take the necessary steps each day to make your vision, your dream, your hopes a reality. We can ask God for anything, literally anything. The lines of communication are always open, he's always there, and he's always there to hear us when we call. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7 says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, like with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. 
God is our strength. And when we have times that we grow discouraged or we grow impatient, he will keep our hearts and our minds in him. And I don't know about you, but I think that's sometimes my toughest deal is that I get impatient. I am the most impatient person that I know. So if I wake up today with this grandiose idea of something that I want, well, then I wanted it yesterday. Doesn't matter if I just came up with it today. I don't understand why I can't have it yet, right? But God is there to sustain us through every season, even when we grow discouraged, or even when somebody says something hurtful to us and detracts us a little bit, or even on days when we fall short of that goal or that dream or that vision that we've set for ourselves. And sometimes, you guys, our biggest support system can sometimes say things that throw us off a little bit. When you are getting ready to chase after that thing that God has called you to do, you'll be surprised who has something to say about it. Okay? But it doesn't matter. When you are in the perfect will of God, and when you are pursuing what God has called of you, he will bring you through. He will give you the strength, and he will sustain you. And today, each of you are going to receive a 2020 vision card. And it's the size of a coaster, and they are being handed out now. And you are also going to receive a magnetic clip that you can hang your vision card wherever you will see it every day. I want you to hang it somewhere that you're going to walk by it. So maybe on your computer monitor at work or your refrigerator or your toolbox or your lamppost. And we're not gonna fill out these cards in this session because I really want you to do some heart and soul searching today. And two, I don't want you to be worrying about what the person sitting next to you is writing down on their card. It doesn't matter. This is just for you. So don't bring out any writing utensils because you're not going to need them. We're going to do some heart and soul searching today and this week. And I want you to be intentional about what you write on your vision card. Remember, you are to write the vision. At the top of each 2020 vision card, there's a space for your word of the year. And last year for 2019, I chose the word balance for my year because I knew that I was going to have to focus on time management and be really intentional about how I was spending my days, how I was spending my free time. Balance was my word for the year. I'm not going to share my word for 2020 because I want you to choose what's right for you, and I don't want to influence your word for the year. But I will give you some examples. Abundance, ambition, awaken, believe, better, bold, brave, breathe, challenge, change, clarity, commit, consistency, courage, Dedication, determination, discipline, diligence, encourage, explore, faith, flourish, give, gracious, gratitude, growth, happy, hope, honesty, hustle, humble, imagine, improve, intentional, 
joy, kindness, and learn. So these are just a few examples to get you started, to give you an idea of your word for the year. And if one of these words resonated with you, great. If not, no worries, come up with your own. But I just wanted to give you an idea as a point of focus and a point of clarity. And then beneath your word for the year, I want you to write the vision, three goals or three dreams or three hearts desires. And please do not write, I want to drink more water. <laughs> Sister, if you want to drink more water, get a glass, fill it up, and drink it, right? And brother, please don't write, I want to clean out the garage. You want to clean out the garage? Go home and grab a broom and clean out the garage. These are reserved for three God-sized dreams. I only want you to write the impossible. That which seems impossible in your life, that's what I want you to put on this card. Dreams that require the hand of God in your life, a touch of the miraculous. So that when they come to pass, so that when these visions become a reality, God gets all of the glory. So I want you to really think on this, and that is why we are not filling it out now. Pray about it, take it home, meditate on it. And I challenge you to revisit the secret corners of your heart where, like my perfume, like my shoes, I buried my treasure, I buried my gifts. Pull them out, dust them off, and revisit them. Now, like my shoes that I kept hidden for too long, have you outgrown your vision? Have you outgrown your dreams? If you find that you have, then it's time to dream bigger. It's time to reach a little bit higher. It's time to reach for more. So perhaps it's been too long, and like my perfume, your vision's a little bit cloudy. It's been a while since you've opened the eyes of your heart, and you're ready for 2020 vision in 2020. God is able, God is able, God is able. So we've got to make room for the miraculous. We've got to create space for more. So would you take your vision card in one hand and stand with me? All over this place, if you are able, would you just close your eyes for a moment? We're not going to pray, but right now I just want you to hear me. If someone has ever told you that you are not worthy, I'm sorry. If someone has ever told you that your dreams were too big, too lofty, impossible even, I am so sorry. And if life has gotten to the point where you've forgotten what it means to dream, I'm sorry. I'm here to tell you today that anyone that has discouraged you from living out your God-given purpose is wrong. And maybe they were coming from a good place. Maybe they meant well, but they were wrong. Don't let your hopes or your dreams go stale. You are never too old or too young or too busy or too fill in the blank. You can open your eyes. With God, all things 
are possible. I said, with God, all things are possible. And 2020 is more than a new year. It's a new season. And a wave of change is coming. And I want you, I desperately want for you to be a part of it. It is my hope and my dream and my vision for each of you that when you get to the end of 2020, you say, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Sometimes, I mean, we, we, we go from year to year and we're like, well, maybe next year. No, this year. This is your year. This is your time. God has something for each and every one of you. So don't miss out on what the master has in store. The best is yet to come. All over this house, let's hold up our cards. These cards represent our vision. These cards represent the desires of our hearts. And we're going to pray together. And as we pray, I don't want you just to pray for your vision. I want you to pray for the person next to you, the person behind you. As a body, we all have different walks and different visions and different hopes and different dreams. But God sees all. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.